the three things I'm hoping to see from the Louisville Cardinals in the season opener against the Syracuse Orange this weekend. We will discuss those on today's episode of the Locked on Louisville podcast. Stay tuned. You are Locked on Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On, the Louisville Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. I serve as a credential media member for Cardinal Sports Zone. I also do some PA announcing work for the university in various sports. I want to take this time to say thank you all for making us your first listen uh, of the day. And just a reminder, the Locked On the Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team, every day. Sorry, trying to find the right placement for the microphone. I apologize. But on this Tuesday edition of the show, just a reminder, there will be two episodes today. The first edition will talk about the things that I'm hoping to see from the Louisville Cardinals against the Syracuse Orange in the season opener this Saturday. The first one is uh, to have a solid outing from Malik Cunningham throwing the football. Uh, the second uh, thing I'm hoping to see is the Louisville Cardinals defense limiting what Syracuse is able to do in the running de- in the rushing department. And then finally, um, it's about handling the little things for the Louisville Cardinals, such as turnover margin, um, uh, the field position battle, penalties, things of that nature. So let's get into the first objective here. I think the main thing that I'm looking for um, in, in this first game of the season for the Cardinals is Malik Cunningham to have a solid game in the air throwing the football. Um, that's not to say that I would be disappointed if Louisville wins and Malik goes for 500 yards on the ground but only throws for 100. You know what I'm saying? Like If he has a good game, he has a good game, and I'm not going to be too picky. But um, just kind of breaking this down a little bit further, I think that this game has a solid opportunity here for the Cardinals to look solid throughout the air. Uh, Malik Cunningham has had a tremendous amount of success against the Syracuse Orange since 2019. The Cardinals are um, 3-0. Um, since 2019 against the Orange. Um, Dino Baber's team comes into the season with a, with a lot of things to prove. Um, Louisville, on the other hand, um, they have a lot of things to prove, but it's in a, in a little bit of a different sense. It's that they can reach that next level. Dino Baber's, uh, quite frankly, is might necessarily be you know on the hottest seat in the ACC. Um, along with some other coaches, but uh, needless to say, Syracuse is going to have to have a solid season for him to continue to be the coach up in New York State. Um, but as it pertains to Malik Cunningham, you know he has continually grown as a passer each and every season. I remember coming into last year thinking, man, I the thing I need to see from Malik now is being able to throw the ball away in certain situations. It's learning how to uh, avoid hits as a scrambler. It is um, improving that uh, accuracy on the deep throws. And he did all of those things. He improved a lot. Yes, people kind of nitpick those first two games against Mississippi and um, Eastern Kentucky to where he was still trying to figure some things out. But at the end, you know, toward the end of the season, throughout the last 10 games of the year, man, he was fantastic, spectacular, not only as a runner, but also as a thrower as well. But there is room for growth in the uh, passing department. And that's where I'm looking to see him have a big um, game. And he's 
there's probably no other opponent um, that the team consistently plays that Malik has had more success than as a passer than probably Syracuse. So let's look back at his 2019 numbers. Malik was 11 for 20 in the air, 238 yards, five touchdowns to one interception. If you remember, one of those touchdowns was a 90-yard uh, catch and run for Tutu Atwell, who had five for 152 and two touchdowns in that one. Um, also, in the game, worth noting, Malik Cunningham on the ground, eight carries, 60 yards in the touchdown, but 56-34 to 34 over the Orange in 2019. You then look to 2020 to where, um, hey, Malik Cunningham didn't have to do too much. Cardinals didn't necessarily play the greatest. They did win 30-0, to zero, however. Um, he was 19 of 28, 219 yards, one touchdown to two interceptions. So uh, probably a performance that Malik Cunningham ha has a lot of, um, you know, maybe regrets of wanting to have that game back. But this past year um, was fantastic. Had a quarterback rating of essentially 98, 13 of 18, um, through the air, 209 yards, four touchdowns to no interceptions. Look, it was 35-3 to at the end of the first half. The game was out of reach. Malik Cunningham did not play the whole game. Um, Evan Conley got some snaps um, and then had a couple completions in the game against Syracuse, which they won 41-3. to um, But... Hey, over the past three years, um, and in 2018 was kind of one of those years where everything kind of went wrong, so I don't really put a, too much stock into that. But, hey, this is a defense that, yeah, I mean, they might be returning a, a decent amount, um, you know, especially in the secondary. They're going to have two of the better cornerbacks in the conference. They have solid pass rushing. Defensive line-wise, there's some inexperience there. But, hey, look, this is an argument that you could say, you know, the Louisville Cardinals have probably not been as dominant against any other team in the ACC as they have been against the Syracuse Orange, barring that 2018 uh, game to where they lost to seemingly everyone and went 2-10, and 10, had the worst season in program history, statistically speaking. Um, but overall, this is a great opportunity here for, Mal for Malik Cunningham to build up the momentum uh, to continue throughout the season. That's why on yesterday's episode, I mentioned the fact that I love the fact that Louisville is opening up the season with an ACC opponent. And not only are they doing that, they're opening up the season with um, quite literally, according to a lot of the um, you know media outlets like ESPN, Bleacher Report, uh, the ACC in general, um, Syracuse is probably the lowest-ranked opponent preseason-wise that the Cardinals are going to play. Does that mean it's going to be an easy game? No, it does not. I'm going to mention throughout the week that the Cardinals are going to have to handle business. This is not going to be a cakewalk to where they're going to be able to get a comfortable win with a C-plus um, outing. Uh, this is going to be a game where you have to – uh, cross your T's and dot your I's. You have to do the little things like we're going to mention in the third segment. You have to take care of that Syracuse offense. And you. this is a Syracuse defense that was one of the better defenses in the conference last year. Um, you can't overlook the fact that, yeah, hey, look, Syracuse was essentially behind Clemson for the best defense in the ACC last season. Um, and toward the end of the season, things started to, uh, you know, the, the train started to fall off the tracks a bit for the orange, but at the end of the at the end of the day, when you take their whole body of work into account, they looked very very solid. So despite Louisville winning forty one to three, yes they've 
had Syracuse's number uh, pretty much since joining the ACC. You still can't overlook the guys that they're bringing back on this defense. And I think that Syracuse is a solid challenge for him. I think that it's a solid challenge for the offense. It's a solid challenge for Louisville in general uh, because I think you can get into a dangerous zone when you start to think, oh, look, Louisville's smacked Syracuse for the past three years. They beat them by at least 20-something points each and every year. This game should be no different, although that might be the case, and they might very well win by over 20. You still have to understand that this is a new year. These are new teams, and anything can happen, especially in the season opener. That's why you have to handle your business, um, but specifically back on track. I think that this is a solid opportunity um, for Malik Cunningham to go and build that confidence and play well as a passer against a team that historically he's done so in in the in his past three outings against this set team. Um, there, it, it's a defense that's going to test you, but he's looked very solid picking that defense apart um, in, in terms of deep ball accuracy. I was going back and watching uh, some of those games uh, to prepare for for this show. Um, in general, talking about Malik Cunningham as a passer, and he looked good on the uh, deep throws. The intermediate routes were solid. He was also using his checkdowns as well, and I think that he was extremely poised in the pocket. Wasn't trying to do too much as a runner, although he was making some stuff happen with his legs. At the end of the day, um, some of his best work as a pa- as a pocket passer and um, throughout his career here at Louisville, his long career here at Louisville, you put some of those games against Syracuse into some of the best passing outings that he's had. This is just a, another opportunity for him to start this season out solid. Uh, I'm not saying that he's going to um, be a Heisman finalist up in New York, but uh, these are performances to where you can you know, start to bolster your stats, uh, uh, working toward uh, all ACC honors and things of that nature, but, but more importantly um, has a chance to set the tone for what, has the uh, makings of being a very promising season. So um, let's take a, a a little bit of a break from the offense uh, transition over into the defense. I think that the number one key to the game, and we'll discuss that in, in the upcoming episodes, but another thing that I'm wanting to see from the Louisville Cardinals is to limit the Syracuse rushing offense, something that they did well last year. Um, I think that you know Syracuse is very dynamic. In that, in that, um, in that certain category, look, it's going to be an instance to where um, the Cardinals are going to have their hands full, both uh, with the quarterback and with the running back, and we're going to sc- discuss that here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, golf, and even eSports. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet online where the game starts. As I mentioned, last season, uh, the Cardinals really bottled the Syracuse rushing attack. Yes, they ran for 138 yards, which, I mean, it's not setting the world on fire, but it's not like, oh, wow. 
they completely shut them down. But when you focus on the fact that Syracuse was such a run-dominant offense last season and they held them to 3.5 yards per carry, 39 rushes for 138 yards, no touchdowns on the afternoon for the Syracuse Orange, hence only having three points. Um, There's no secret as to why the Cardinals were able to have so much success and hence why the the, uh, result was as lopsided as it was, was because, hey, look, Louisville did what Syracuse, Louisville took care of what Syracuse was good at. Syracuse was very good at running the football. Now, I know this year they have a new offensive coordinator, um, Robert, I think it's Anae, Robert Anai, I apologize if I'm saying that wrong, is a is an offensive coordinator that likes to run an up-tempo offense, um, mix it up a little bit. Uh, it seems like all of those that are covering Syracuse, all the previews, believe that they're going to try to throw the football more. That's what the Cardinals have to do. They have to force Syracuse to throw the football because, no disrespect to the Orange, I'm still not sold on Garrett Schrader as a pocket passer. Last year he had under 1,500 yards um, average 6.2 yards per reception, or I'm sorry, per completion, had nine passing touchdowns to four interceptions. Um, simply put, got sacked 27 times, um, completed 50, just under 53% of his passes. Needless to say, there was a lot to be desired from Garrett Schrader um, in the passing department last season. And um, until I see that he has vastly improved, maybe Justin Lampson, the guy that was recruiting back in 2020, uh, whether you know maybe he ends up being the guy down the road, maybe he fits uh, um, you know the new offensive coordinator's playing style a little bit better as a pocket passer. It's probably not going to happen week one, right? So you would assume that Garrett Schrader is the guy that you're focusing on. He's listed as, as the uh, the starter for the Syracuse Orange. I do believe I'm looking at their. Um, depth chart. Now I'm meaning to look at that. I just got to double check to make sure that uh they haven't changed anything. I don't believe that they have. Yeah, Garrett Schrader is, is the starter, and Carlos Del Rio Wilson, the transfer from Florida, is listed as the backup. So Justin Lampson not even in the mix, uh, seemingly at this point in time. So um, until Garrett Schrader shows me that he can be um, an above-average pocket passer in the ACC, I'm I'm the the thing that I'm hoping to see here is the fact that Louisville does what they did last year and really make life tough for the um, rushing offense for Syracuse. And that was kind of the name of the game last year. People want to talk about Louisville's defense. I'm having some, uh, some, some troubles and having some Achilles heels and stuff like that. I really don't think that the rushing defense was one of them. I mean, they really did well against a a lot of solid running backs. Uh, Jerry on Ely from Mississippi didn't, play that well against the Cardinals. Mateo Durant from Duke, Sean Tucker from Syracuse. Um, at last, he, uh, he had 19 carries for 9.5 yards. It's five yards per carry. But uh, what they didn't allow him to do was was rip off any big-time runs. The longest um, rush of the afternoon was 14 yards, and they got Syracuse in a lot of third-and-long situations. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a matter of limiting the rush because whether people want to believe it or not, you can't use that game to um, skew your understanding of how the season went. Um, Sean Tucker and Garrett Schrader, um, you know, accounted for over um, 20 
200 yards on the ground last year. Sean Tucker is one of the best running backs in the country. 246 carries for just under 15 yards last year, 12 touchdowns, averaging 6.1 yards per attempt. Uh, Garrett Schrader, on the other hand, has 781 yards on the ground, 14 touchdowns to his name. So 26 of the 28 rushing touchdowns, and there are only 10 passing touchdowns. So obviously a very run-dominant offense. Um, Sean Tucker, one of the best running backs in the country, definitely in the conference as well. Um, if you believe that the Cardinals are not going to have their hands full in, in that category, you are completely uh, misguided because – Right now, I mean, Sean Tucker has shown the ability to completely take over games, and the best thing that Louisville can do in the Week 1 matchup against the Orange uh, coming up on Saturday evening primetime on ACC Network is making life tough for the Syracuse offense on the ground, taking them out of their element. Because as much as the new offensive coordinator, new offensive coordinator may want to come in and change some things, the the blueprint is right there. The Syracuse offense, it's going to be hard to throw the ball effectively when you have a quarterback that really hasn't shown the ability to throw the ball um, at, at a high level. So if it's if it, if it comes to a point to where Syracuse is throwing the ball a lot more, I still think that the, the core um, objective here for the defense is forcing them to throw the ball, forcing them into third and long situations and you know, making them throw the football. The last thing you want to do is get into a battle to where you're allowing Sean Tucker to continue to reel off big yardage gains. I mean, you're talking like 10 yards, 10 yards, 12 yards, 8 yards, just being able to march down the field, you know, gassing your defense and eventually, you know, scoring. And that's kind of demoralizing as well as, as allowing a team to, to run it down your throat. Um, the offensive line for Syracuse is kind of up in the air. I mean, they have some players returning. They have their starting left tackle returning notably. Um, but at the end of the day, I, it, it is a, a team that, that kind of struggled to um, to protect Garrett Schrader last season. So the Louisville defense not only getting after Garrett Schrader, but it all starts with, um, you know, uh, I'm not saying you have to completely shut out the run because I think that Syracuse is going to get what they're going to get, but I think that Louisville is going to score some points. And if you can force Syracuse into some uncomfortable situations to where you're getting them off the field in, in three and out situations, um, getting a little bit of a lead because then Syracuse has to come from behind. They're having to throw the ball a lot more. Um, it all starts with initially um, kind of taking care of, of the rushing attack. So uh, obviously Malik Cunningham, a solid game in the air um not saying eliminating the rushing attack but limiting what the syracuse orange and dino babers offense is able to do on the ground um the third thing that i hope to see from the Louisville cardinals in this one is taking care of the little things um i'm going to explain that here in just a second um Obviously, no um, implemented advertisements for if you're watching this or listening to this on certain um, podcast streaming services. So if you do, just stay tuned. But as I mentioned on one of yesterday's episodes, I have purchased a green screen. So there's not going to be this very bland background behind me for much longer. I'm not sure when that's going to come in. So be patient with me. But uh, very, very excited to share that news. Excited for the possibilities there. Um, just a reminder, you can find the show... Uh, free on all streaming services, including YouTube and now WHAS 11 plus. Uh, very, very excited to be affiliated with them now. You can go to WHAS11.com, scroll down to their sports section, and watch all of these episodes on that website. So, um, 
But heading into the final segment of the show, it's about handling and taking care of the little things for the Louisville Cardinals in this matchup against Syracuse. And what I mean by that is field position, um, third, you know, converting third downs um, in terms of uh, getting off the field defensively, um, the turnover battle, and things of that nature, right? Because um, it seems like a broken record the past two years. Um, you know, 2019, Louisville wins the majority of the 50-50 games, the toss-up games that they're in. 2020 and 21, hey, the 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 script kind of got flipped on its head. Louisville lost some games that they should have won, um, and then there were some 50-50 games that they had the opportunities to put it away, and they didn't, and they ended up losing them. And last year, you're looking at a team that might have gone 9-3, and three, and then they end up 6-6 six and six and losing the bowl game. Um, so there was a lot of things, and you know, Scott Satterfield said in a lot in a handful of different press conferences, I felt like we had a, a pretty solid effort, but we struggled to do the little things. And, and a lot of people were like, well, that's cliche. What does that mean? Well, in my opinion, what the little things is, it's kind of a group. It's field position. It is um, turnovers. It's uh, third downs on both offense and defense, uh, you know, so on and so forth. Penalties. Um, we'll start out with, uh, I think, penalties and field positions pretty straightforward, right? Um, you know, the least penalize your offense and defense is going to be the, the more it's going to help you out. Um, not being able to extend drives for the opposing offense, um, you know, being able to have a cohesive drive on on offense for your team with the flow and not having to cost yourself big time plays and things of that nature and then the field position battle especially in this game to where you're going up against a rushing offense and forcing them to go the lengths of the field and uh you'll continue to you okay you had a good rush do it again you you got some good yardage on that running play do it again. You still got X amount of yards to go. What you don't want to do is put them in a situation where they have short field and then they can kind of um, get a little bit crafty with what they want to do on the offensive end. For me in particular, I think that the little things is the turnover margin and you know third downs on both offense and defense. Last season, Syracuse only forced seven turnovers. One of the um, teams in the FBS that just didn't necessarily have a lot of takeaways. Louisville, on the other hand, cleaned a lot of their turnovers up from the 2020 campaign, but at the end of the day, um, it kind of resets here. You're looking for Louisville to, um, you know, you know, have good ball security, Malik Cunningham to make good decisions as a passer, the Louisville ball carriers to hold on to the football and not cost the team possessions. Um, on the defensive end, it's about you know creating turnovers. And it's obviously you know, people be like, oh, okay, Dalton, yeah, sure, they want to force turnovers. They want to, uh, you know, they want to not have any penalties. They want to have good field position. Isn't that something you always hope for? Sure. But when you take constant context into consideration – Hey, the little things are what cost Louisville three, maybe four wins last season. So I think it has to be mentioned. It has to be focused on because obviously last year showed and it was a testament in a distinct example over and over again about this team struggled and they went from possibly nine and three to six and six and everyone's kind of has a bad taste in their mouth at the end of the season. Right. So, um, yeah, I think that, you know, heading into year four of Scott Satterfield, it's about doing those little things the right way. It's about, uh, you know, third down conversions, in my opinion, are, are an aspect of the game to where, um, you know, converting on third downs, Louisville got better in 2021. Uh, but now it's a, on defense. What made a lot of Louisville fans mad was getting teams in third and long situations and giving up those big plays to extend drives for 
For Louisville, it's about getting after the quarterback. It's about being solid in coverage. Um, I'm interested to see uh, how far the defensive backs are going to play off the football this year. It seemed like last year a lot of fans were kind of frustrated with that aspect of um, coverage. So we'll see kind of how that uh, goes this season. If Brian Brown makes any adjustments, if Wesley McGriff comes in and and helps make some adjustments as well, so um, you know I think that this team has the personnel to be a very very good football team. But it's a matter of you know finishing games. It's a matter of controlling the football, uh, not giving it away because turnovers. Uh, we saw in 2020 how losing turnover battles can strictly lose you football games and it can kill your momentum on both sides of the football. Um, and that's also, you know, taking advantage of poor decisions, you know, completing interceptions, completing fumbles, forcing the fumbles, but also recovering those fumbles. That was a big point of emphasis heading into the 2021 offseason last August was, um, you know, you had the turnover machine. You had, you know, um, yeah, I think they called it like the turnover chain or the turnover um, I forget what the activity was. Turnover circuit, as I think of what uh, Ryan Brown and um, Scott Satterfield alluded to in, in Media Day last August. So, um, you know, there's just a lot of things that uh, fall under this blanket term of, you know, the little things, so to speak. But collectively speaking, they all kind of come together to form uh, just – the, the small aspects of the game that continually build up and it's, you know, being poised, you know, having that maturity, having that, um, essentially having that, um, you know, that dedication to focus on those things throughout the games, because that is able to, uh, dictate whether you go six and six or nine and three theoretically. So, um, for this game, uh, in particular, I'm hoping to see Malik Cunningham do good as a passer. I'm hoping to see the Louisville defense limit what Syracuse is able to do in the running department. And then I'm hoping that Louisville is able to take care of the little things in this matchup. Um, obviously, um, like I mentioned, two episodes yesterday, two episodes today, two episodes on Wednesday's edition of the show. So be on the lookout for another episode to uh, be able to break down the Syracuse matchup just a little bit further. Um I do want to give a shout-out to the Locked On ACC podcast. No better way to get your conference news than that podcast hosted by Candace Cooper. Be sure to check that out ahead of week one of the college football season this uh, upcoming weekend. Um, but that is going to wrap up the first episode on this Tuesday edition of the show. Everyone have a great day. We will see you right back here very, very soon.